0: So as I'm making my bed this morning, I'm thinking about the kinds of things that I share with all of you and like how I want to inspire you. And lately, I've just been feeling, it's been a while and I do make art occasionally, but I've been just feeling this real draw, this real pull to returning to my roots returning to my passion you know I studied art I studied I mean this was art was a part of my life for I mean my entire life and at some point while living in New York City I just kind of gave up on it and I gave up on the idea of getting in a gallery selling my artwork I didn't also didn't really make the kind of artwork that was what you could really sell I was very much into sculpture, but I really didn't have the facilities, like the means to do that in New York. And because of that, and also, you know, film photography, and and because of that, like just not having the money or the means, I really kind of gave up on it. And, you know, it's not that I... It's not that I... I don't know. I, I say gave up on it, but it was really like it was just put on hold because I started developing a greater passion for my own personal self improvement and helping others do that. And that, I think about it, and that was around the time I got my coaching certification in 2010, 2011. That's when I was um, completing the certification course. It took, I think it was like six months. But anyway, right around that time, was when i finished my last photo project you know like a a series that i had created and i think like if i if i really think about it it was at that time that i started going inward more and just started working in that like working with my inner self and helping others kind of follow that journey and my art just basically got put on hold And I I don't know, to maybe never return to it again. And now I'm at this stage in my life and I think it's like my midlife, it's not a midlife crisis, but it's like, I think your midlife crisis does not have to be a midlife crisis. I think it could be more like a midlife reawakening of things that maybe you put on the back burner or things that you tucked away and kind of forgot about or parts of your identity that you sort of tucked away and then they start to resurface again because when you hit midlife you're kind of like well who am I like I've been doing this for so long now I'm kind of like well I don't really feel aligned with that anymore and so I want to explore who was I in the past? Like ex- let's explore who we were in the past and let's think about who do we want to be now? What things do we want to carry over from all those years of living into the next year? And of course, it's I'm approaching my birthday October 1st and I even remember I think it was last year or the year before making a podcast saying how every year right before my birthday like a month or 2 months and the weeks leading up to my birthday i'm always sort of assessing the last year well this as i approach 50 i'm not turning 50 this year but i'm getting there as i approach 50 i'm just kind of like who who is this woman what have i done you know i'm assessing the whole life now not just the last year but like this last book this last episode in the volume of my life and I feel like you've got the volume before 50 and then you've got the volume after 50 that's kind of how I look at it and so I'm looking at the volume it's not just a chapter it's a whole volume like this is a two book set okay a two book series and the first volume is all of the little books all of the little lives like the various lives I've lived in that 50 years, those five decades. Jesus, that sounds so long. I have an interesting thing. So I know not all the listers are my age. I know a lot of you are much younger. And I have to tell you, like just from my perspective, when you hit 50, it's not that you think... I mean, here's my perspective, okay? It's not that I think while the time flew by because if you think about it you're like wow how am i this age okay so then that translates to the time must have flown by sorry there's a subway going by you can probably hear it so that translates in your mind like wow the time flew by how did i get to 50 but in reality if you take time like i've been taking this time to assess my whole life i've been i've been on this planet for a long time now like i can i'm thinking back to my childhood I'm thinking back to my preteens, my teens, my early 20s, my 30s. Like I moved to New York when I was 32. So by New York standards, that's like 21. <laughs> so that was still very young, you know, to be here. And so there was a lot of living that happened between those those years. And there was a, there were a lot of experiences that happened. And so it's really more like you start assessing your life, you start looking back on your life and you realize, wow, I actually have had a very long life so far. And if I'm fortunate and lucky, um, then I have a few more decades ahead of me, healthy decades ahead of me. And so you start looking at it like that, and it becomes really important who you carry yourself over into. Like when you carry, what parts of you will you carry over into that next decade? and that next volume of your life. And this could be every year. Like, this is the kind of assessment I've always done every year. Like, who do I, like, what were my, I don't want to say my wins this year, but what were the things that I really aligned with this year that made me feel like I was moving in a direction that I wanted to? And what were the things that really challenged me? Like, I've had some health challenges this year. Like there's been a few things that have happened and it was not awesome and it sucked and it was painful, you know? So those things, it's like, I, I am actually, I had a recent procedure and it was extremely painful. The recovery And I've actually been in like a little bit of a mourning for my body. You know, it was like, I don't want to be TMI and talk about it, but everything is fine. It was like not a major health problem, but it was a procedure that I needed to have done. But yet the recovery was extremely painful. It caused a lot of swelling and it just... You know, and I'm I'm currently this just happened like at the end it happened right before Labor Day weekend, and so I'm kind of in a mourning period of that. But it also that made me realize that this last year has been a tough year when it comes to pain. (laughs) And so, no need to worry; it's nothing like major serious. But it was it is major serious, but it's nothing like with prolonged health seriousness conditions or serious health conditions. So not to, you know, deviate to myself, but because I do want to talk about like this assessing your life and assessing where you are and what do you want to carry over to the next year or carry over into the next decade or carry into the next volume of your life as I like to see it. And so I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about wanting to return to art, wanting to return to sculpture to do like paperwork's like collage sort of things um and thinking about pen and ink and you know I just like I've just been thinking a lot about what I would want to create and I've been thinking about my photography and which my photography is very specific it's not really like what you're going to see on Instagram um it's like antiquarian methods and alternative methods and stuff like that. So, it's a. little It's. I'm just not very commercial. I'm not commercial, commercially gifted when it comes to taking photos. My brain just doesn't see things like that. Um, I appreciate a good commercial photograph of like you know whatever, but my brain does not see things like that. I oh, don't know. It's hard to explain. And enough about my brain. But. <laughs> It's really like this whole thing has just brought up things, parts of myself that I forgot about. And you don't think you do, but you do forget about parts of yourself. And so if any of you are coming upon a milestone birthday or just a birthday or, you know what, it's it's almost fall. It's almost the first day of fall. I think that's this week. And it's a great time, another subway, a great time to assess things like with each changing season I feel like from you know we just went through spring and summer now we're coming into fall I feel like from the cooler or the warmer months to the cooler months that's like a big deal that's a big change it's a good time to assess not only can you assess like your life and the year but you can also assess like what is in your closet and what you want to sell donate keep what you need, et cetera, which is another thing I've been doing. And as I look at, you know, I don't really keep a lot of clothes over the years, but as I look at some of the purchases that I've made that I never even wore, okay, I I have come to notice some things about myself. And those are things that need some love. That's like shadow work that needs to be done. Why do I need to buy things that I never even wear? And it's not that I'm a hoarder. I don't have enough room in my closet. This is Manhattan, New York, downtown. The closets are not huge. Um, So it's not as if I'm hoarding things, but I just feel that... There, there were some, there weren't some, there were a lot of impulsive purchases, but what does that tell me about myself? Like I was trying to get instant gratification. I was trying to fill a void because I wasn't feeling good about myself. Um, I was trying to buy for this life that I thought I wanted to live, but I mean, instead I bought for a person that is not even aligned with me. And I'm like, why did I think I needed this sparkly, purple dress you know so now I'm selling the stuff on Poshmark and and I'm just like I'm not recouping my money back I'm really selling it to get it out of my closet so I don't have this stuff around um but the point I'm trying to make is like I'm not making my money back for that. I'm, I've am i lost so much money doing this kind of thing over the last, like, since 2020. I think a lot of us probably were doing that during the shutdown. as like kind of buying unnecessary things out of boredom, out of fear, out of uncertainty. You know, it's like we were trying to um, fill something. You know, maybe we couldn't even really afford to do it, but somehow people were still shopping. You know, so it's like that tells me that maybe there are more of us that were kind of going through that too. So... As I kind of had this exercise of doing that, I also witnessed other parts of myself that needed the healing. I witnessed parts of myself that were maybe emotionally filling the void, like filling the void with food, filling the void with wine or something or filling the void with buying clothes or filling the void with buying home gadgets filling the void void with buying books like I have so many books that I have purchased in the last few years and I did read some of them and some of them I didn't read because I bought like five books at a time but I'm no longer the person that wants to read that book now so it's like I'm not going to read this book so do you see how like just kind of mentally assessing your life as well as like physically assessing and i'm not saying look i i felt bad for a minute about that because it helped me realize a pattern and it helped me realize where i still needed to like love myself and level up so that's all good (laughs) but it it wasn't easy to it wasn't easy to Immediately have compassion for myself and understanding for myself. I was just kind of like, Oh my god, you wasted so much freaking money. I cannot believe like the money you've wasted and the money you're not gonna get back. So I was hard on myself for a minute and I felt upset, I felt angry, you know, I felt stupid. Like these are all the feelings I was feeling when I was doing that. And then I had to consciously choose to love myself and embrace the situation and get curious about why did I do those things, you know? And it the same goes with like the parts of myself that I kind of tucked away and forgot about over the years. Like when I think about when I first got into coaching, I was extremely codependent back then. I still struggle with being codependent, like trying to fix everybody. Like if everybody around me can be happy and feel aligned, then now I can have my time to do it, you know? And so when I first started god it's been like 10 11 years now um I realized like looking back I was extremely codependent because I was helping all these other people and not helping myself and when I decided to finally start helping myself that's when I got into real estate and that's when I started doing you know like selling and, and applying those same coaching sort of tactics myself and like kind of self-coaching myself, self-coaching myself, coaching myself. (laughs) And so things started changing, but yet I've still been that same kind of codependent because I look at all the things that i've done even when i started this podcast there was a level of codependency there of trying to help everybody being at serve of service to everybody which i find incredibly rewarding i love doing that i love to inspire people i want people to have better lives but i think with the podcast it helped me to kind of give a little space there you know put in a little space between other people and myself to where it was like less codependent. It was like, okay, I'm going to share with you what I am going through and what I learned from it so you can do the same. And I think that gave me a buffer to where it wasn't like completely enmeshed in someone else. You know, it was a hard lesson to learn. But again, that's kind of resurfacing again. As I've gone through this volume assessment and I see, why did I give up on my art? Why did I stop doing it? Why did I put something that was a part of my identity and a part of my life since childhood? Um, Why did I tuck that away? Why didn't I continue to do that for myself? You know, And there's many reasons why, which I will not even get into here, but those are the questions. It's like, why, why do we feel the need to tuck a part of ourselves away? And let's not berate ourselves let's not beat up on ourselves for doing that because that's not the point i mean you might get angry you might get annoyed at yourself but take that energy roll it in a ball and transmute that energy into um shadow work into loving just give yourself a fucking hug and just feel like okay you needed something you did you were reaching you know, but now you realize you did that and, oh, what are we going to do now? We're going to really like pay attention to those parts of ourselves um, that need to feel seen, that need to feel, that need to be felt, you know, that need to be experienced, that need to be felt and healed through. Because when you come out on the other side of that, you will have a little bit more of an awakening and a realization of when this kind of comes back to you like these types of situations come back to you again so that's it for me this week everyone i am sending you so much love from new york city i gotta get my butt ready it's the beginning of the week and um yeah let's do this week all right